Welcome to the Living Artist Podcast. I'm your host, Preston M. Smith. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Living Artist Podcast. I'm Preston M. Smith, at PMS Artwork Everywhere on internet land and socials. I want to thank you for landing on this podcast. Whether you're a professional artist, just getting started in the art world, a collector of art, or just consider yourself a creative person, this podcast has something for you. I like to think of it as a fun way to rant and talk to other creative people about living the life of an artist, surviving and getting ahead in the art world, and enjoying your life. But most importantly, not waiting until you're dead to make it happen. All right, let's get started. Welcome back to the show, everybody. I figured I would just do this one nice and simple. Nothing up front, nothing crazy, you know, just getting it. What? Wait, what's going on over here? No entertainment? Nothing up front? Who do you think you are? M- Mr. Pacino, I'm sorry. I'm just, you know, I was tired of doing. Who do you think you're talking to, son? Entertainment. What? You think you're talking to some sort of amateur here? Leave the gun, take the cannoli, hooah! Now I feel like you're just quoting yourself from movies. Oh, well, excuse me here, Mr. Brainiac. Okay, listen up. I don't always drink beer, but when I do, I prefer a dose of keys, okay? Hang on, now you're just saying, isn't that just a quote from a random commercial? What do you want, a first-class ticket to the resurrection? This is the last time you're going to see a bad guy like me. All right, all right. Thanks for stopping by, but we got to get... Yo, you got time for one more? Yeah. And make sure you make some time for me, because I have... Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. You've got a very particular set of skills. We got to move on. We're we're stopping this now. I know, I know, I know. But if you stick around, there will be ice cream later. (laughs) So easy to fool. All right, well, that was over, I think. Is it over? Are we over? Yes, we're over. Okay, (laughs) got that out of my system. And uh, today we're going to talk about... Wait, what the hell are we talking about? Oh, yeah. Today we're going to talk a little bit about persona. Now, do you think you have to have a persona as an artist? Like all these people at the beginning, Pacino, Christopher Walken, Liam Neeson... These guys all have personas. A lot of actors and actresses have personas. It's like part of their brand. Uh, If you're a big name celebrity, uh, most even like reality stars, right? They have a persona. It's something that's identifiable, easily identifiable. Now, as an artist, your artwork is supposed to be easily identifiable. But that's not where it ends anymore because nowadays... We are on the internet. You are on social media. We're all over the place. You almost have to have some sort of at least brand, if not persona these days. I'm not saying to go out and develop some sort of persona, become a fake person, you know, develop an accent, be larger than life. Unless, of course, you want to. I know people who've done that. I know people who've worked on their persona and developed some sort of a a look and a characteristic and a flair, a way of dressing a way of articulating themselves. And that's fine. If you want to do that, more power to you. I guess it depends on what you want to get out of your art career. Do you want to be famous? Do you want something, 
a persona or a brand that people recognize and is a household name and you're everywhere and you're interviewed all over the media and maybe you cross over into some other forms of entertainment, then yeah, maybe a persona is something that you could look into or at least enhancing your brand. But I think nowadays it is important to have a brand, not just an easily identifiable style, but something that people go, oh yeah, this is bigger than this. It's like, it's a total package. It's the artist, the work, uh, the message. It's just kind of a whole brand, for lack of a better word. Now, this kind of crosses over into some of my other episodes, like, for example, the one about being an influencer, and where I was kind of joking about the whole Paris Hilton stuff. And, you know, so many people nowadays want to become like an Instagram influencer and or a social media influencer. And even if it's not that specifically, they just want to have some sort of fame, like Andy Warhol said, the 15 minutes of fame in the future. And that's what people are kind of shooting for. You see it a lot with all the videos, the TikTok videos, the reels, the inside the studio stuff. You're really getting your audience a chance to get to know who you are, not just the art itself, but what goes on behind the work, how you're creating it, what your studio looks like, your personality, if you're funny, if you do voices, you know, that kind of shit. So that's all part of your persona and brand, really. I would argue that many of the best painters and artists that we still know about, we learn about in history books and art history, had a persona, even up to like Banksy. But if you know, you go back to people like Jean-Michel Basquiat, for example, he was kind of cultivating a persona, kind of the street art movement thing. There's a lot of argument about that in the art world and his family, like it's arguably correct that his family was a little bit, not affluent, but they were doing pretty well. You know, his father was an accountant and his mother always took him to all these museums early on as a child. So he wasn't like coming from a, a necessarily a household of privilege, but he wasn't destitute and he was not out on the street. And that's something he kind of cultivated a little bit, like li- living out on the street, putting his art out there like he's somebody who's coming up from the streets, that's a little bit of a persona and a brand. Now, I'm not saying he didn't feel any of that stuff and he didn't experience it. I'm not saying that, but he definitely did cultivate that a little bit. You could go back to Picasso, his persona of really just getting around and being a womanizer. You could even do somebody like Frida Kahlo, for example. She's well known. When you think of Frida Kahlo, you think of these self-portraits of her experience, of her body, of like her injuries, like being dissected and having like these scientific experiments on her and, you know, the flowery dresses and the nature. And then, you know, her personal life, meeting um, Diego Rivera and joining the Mexican Communist Party, her politics, all that stuff like that kind of becomes her persona. And you could argue, well, she just lived a full life and that's what people know. But I think people know what they're doing on some level. And I think a lot of the people who end up becoming household names have developed a persona or a brand. And that's what I'm saying. It just depends on what you want. You know, it's fine. If you want to just create art for art's sake and, you know, be an artist and do what you love and, you know, affect some people or maybe just have some collectors here and there, do some commissions, that's all fine. There's no right or wrong answer to your art career uh, or your art path. But if you want to step it up a notch and get to a point of like becoming a household name, yeah, I mean, you might have to start developing some sort of uh, persona. And maybe if it's not that, it's just a, an ability to be able to talk to people, to articulate yourself well and your work well, you know, 
cultivating who you kind of hang out with a bit, getting your work out there, developing contacts, all that stuff. It's kind of the same thing. It just depends on how you look at it. That is really developing a well-known body of work and recognizable brand or, or persona. I mean, I see this a lot in art shows and when I'm going out to specific types of galleries, you see people coming out really putting a lot of effort into how they dress, how they carry themselves, how they speak, who they're interacting with, kind of their flair, you know, that's a persona. And I think a lot of people in the art world uh, like that aspect of it. They like the ability to kind of be themselves or, you know, let their freak flag fly, let your freak flag fly, you know, do whatever you want and be your own unique person and voice. That's something that draws a lot of people to the art world, I think. And now you could argue that a lot of artists just really want to be recognized for their work. But there is an element, I've talked about this before, there's an element of getting into the art game or world or whatever profession, whatever you want to call it, that, yeah, you want eyeballs on your stuff. Like, if you're not honest with yourself about that, then what are you doing being an artist? Because if you're just creating art for nobody to see it, then what's the point? You know, you want to make it beautiful. You want people to see it. You want it to be hanging in somebody's house. You want it to better somebody's life. You want it to inspire people. On some level, it is made for public consumption, right? So I embrace that a bit. Now, I also want to be true to my art and style and not let that dictate what I'm creating. But it's okay to understand that this art is going to get out there and people are going to see it. The persona thing is funny because I think a lot of people would be like, for example, Banksy. They'd be like, well, Banksy doesn't have a persona. Like he's where he wears a mask and he's like anonymous. Like you, nobody ever knows what he looks like. And, you know, he just appears, his artwork appears in these random parts of the United States and all over the world. Well, that's his persona, right? Like that is his persona. Not having a persona is his persona <laughs> or his brand. It's like I know people and I know friends who think that Banksy is actually a bunch of people. It's like a group of people. So, well, that's also something that he has, he or she or they have developed, right? That's something that was a conscious decision. So anytime that kind of stuff's going on for marketing sake or from like a marketing standpoint or getting your work out there in the public eye, that's somebody who knows their brand and who's kind of developing a brand or a persona, right? Now, persona can also be how you act, like your mannerisms, you know, like a character or a caricature of myself. So it's well known and well recognized. Like that's why I'm doing these voices at the beginning, because these have, they have very recognizable voices and vocal patterns and things like that. That's kind of part of their persona, uh, along with their fame and their acting ability and, you know, personal life and all that stuff. I know a lot of people are on the fence. I know a lot of artists are shy. I know a lot of artists don't really want to have a persona. And look, that is completely fine. You don't have to have one. But if you want to get your work out there more in the public eye or in galleries or online, then you have to access a certain side of yourself that makes you able to be able to push your work into those environments or down those avenues, right? So at least if you're not doing a persona, if you're not developing a brand, you at least have to come out of your shell enough to be able to get your work out there and be able to have it in front of people who are going to buy it, who then will help you sustain a career as an artist. 
I personally have developed my brand. I know I go by PMS Artwork. It's how I sign my work, but it's a recognizable name. I have a recognizable logo that I have on different platforms all around. I have kind of like a recognizable quote or series of things that I say on different marketplaces and stuff like that that kind of identifies me and a little bit of what I do and my message with my art. And I'm trying to keep that or keep some sort of level of uniformity between those to stay true to my brand and my artwork. And I'm not sitting there thinking, I got to be true to my brand. I got to be true to my brand. But I am thinking I want people when they go online and Google me or, you know, try to find my work somewhere that I'm going to pop up under the same category. They're going to find all these different avenues where they can read about me, read an interview, listen to the podcast, go to a marketplace, go to my website, buy my work. If you're not doing that, if you're not having that on your mind, it's just going to be a hodgepodge all out there and you're not going to be Googleable. You're not going to be able to be found online, right? So if you want to sell your work and you want to have a career, then you have to at least have brand on your mind on some level and marketing on your mind on some level. Persona, mm, that's questionable. But if you want to be a famous artist, then you might want to consider that as well. And look, this doesn't have to be phony either. It's not like, oh, I have to develop this character that is not me. If you want to do that, that's fine. Like I love about David Bowie, for example, that he was always kind of developing himself and he changed his persona almost many different times, like from Ziggy Stardust to the Duke, you know, he was wearing dresses and then he was like masculine. And I love that about David Bowie. I think that's really cool, but it's not for everybody. And some people just have a really over the top personality and they don't even have to think about persona. It's just like when they come in the room, people go, oh, so-and-so is here. (laughs) That's their name. So-and-so Smith at your services. But you know what I'm saying. So I'm not saying to be phony with this. I'm just saying maybe if there's a side of yourself that you keep private or you keep to your friends and your family, you can cultivate being a little more bold with that out in the public eye or online or whatever with your videos, your TikTok videos, your YouTube videos, come out of your shell a little bit and Just get a little more bold with exposing your genuine self. So definitely not telling you to be fake here. Unless, of course, you want to, my babies. You do you. Hey, it's all just a game anyway, so have fun with it. So hopefully you found this interesting on some level, and it's giving you something to think about. To develop a persona or not to develop a persona? That is the question. All I know is I got to get out of here because my vocal cords are about ready to fall onto the floor from doing too much Pacino. (laughs) So I will see you next Well, 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 poor me. I can't do the voice anymore. Yeah, yeah, all right, I know. I can't help it, my voice is shot. And now, what can I say? Sad. This has been the Living Artist Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. I just want you to know that I appreciate you being here, and I'm grateful to be in your ears. Your art and creative life on this planet is meaningful, so thank you for sharing it with me. If you like this podcast, whatever platform you're listening to it on, please subscribe and share it with your friends. You can also leave me a positive review to show your support. This helps me to reach more people with the algorithmic magic and keep the show going strong. If you want to see more of what I do and check out the art that I create, you can visit my website at www.pmsartwork.com or follow me on social media everywhere at PMS Artwork. That's it for now. See you back here next time. <laughs>